This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If a highway was built for the purpose of di- dividing a white and a black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or it would have been, uh, in New York was, was designed uh, too low for it to pass by, but that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Um, that's the transportation secretary. He's gay. Did you know that? People did. Chris, did you know he's gay? He's gay. Anyway, um, (laughs) the reason I keep saying that he's gay is because that's why he's secretary of transportation. Because very obviously, people <laughs> Very obviously, Pete Buttigieg doesn't know anything about transportation. So the only reason he's there is because he's gay. And that's kind of gay. What is he saying? Let's permit me to review, okay? He's saying that highways that were built, uh, uh, you know, constructed a certain time ago were a race, are inherently racist because they separate white neighborhoods from black neighborhoods. It's a highway, man, okay? You drive on it, all right? Because what, what's, the, what's the implication, Chris, that they can't, because they, the, the black people can't cross the highway. They just put highways. They put highways right through neighborhoods. Keep the black people on the on the other side of the highway. Highways don't tend to go through towns, man. They 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 have roads connecting them to places inside the town. But it's rare that you see a you know a highway that goes through it. I mean you know a, 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 somebody's neighborhood. You're you're you, you know you're, you're you're suggesting and the, we'll get to the bus thing. You're suggesting that at some point. Evil, you know, white highway builders and designers (laughs) were sitting there going, how do we keep these black people on this side of the town? Let's put a damn highway through there. Because that makes sense. And what's he going to, so what's he going to do? Tear down those highways? I mean, I, I don't know what the guy's even talking about. And then he comes to the bus thing. He says buses carrying blacks and and Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, uh, uh, buses carrying black people and Hispanic people were too tall that they built certain overpasses low so that their buses couldn't get through, right? Which implies what? That white people ride buses that are shorter. Wait, that didn't come out right. That white people ride on buses that are lower, and black and Hispanic people only ride on buses that are taller. They have to be taller than the than the honky bus, is what I'm saying. Because if you're trying to keep busloads of blacks and Hispanics, I guess, from going certain places... Their buses need to be taller than everybody else's bus, right? Because you wouldn't want to stop the honkies. You wouldn't want the cracker bus to uh, uh, to get stuck there, right? So what's he going to do about that? I mean, it's 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 here, here's the dealio, okay? With Pete, budgeta, 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 okay? It's it's all nonsense. It doesn't make any sense at all. What he's saying. Highways are not racist. Overpasses are not racist. Just fix the damn roads, dude. <laughs> Fix some bridges, dude. Do your stinking job. You know why he's he's focusing on this again? Because he doesn't he doesn't know anything about transportation. 
That uh, that dude who looks like a like a like 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 Barbara Streisand after a bender. That's the deputy secretary of uh, health and human services. Okay, did you know that dude really sucked at his job when he was uh, whatever state he was from? I remember reading about that. He he has that position because he's transgendered. Kamala, this, you want to talk about racism? And you know people, uh, people who uh, are sub- okay. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is an idiot. Kamala Harris is just not very smart. She's she's she thinks trees can be raised. She thinks that white people take all the trees out of black neighborhoods, so black people won't have trees. She's an idiot. Do you know why she's the vice president of the United States? Why Joe Biden wanted her to run with him? Because he's a rich, old, corrupt white guy, and she's black, and she's a female. Beyond that, she has absolutely no qualifications to be president or vice president and be one heartbeat away at all. So Pete's the uh, secretary of transportation because he's gay. That fat fat transgender dude at the Department of Health and Human Services who just got the designation of admiral. Okay, he is only in that position because he's a dude in a wig and who wears dresses and stuff. Okay, that's who these people are. These people who say that, you know, uh, conservatives are divisive and they're inherently white supremacists and blah, blah, blah. Okay, who are the real racists in the room? Who are they? You know precisely who they are. How does that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me know what you're thinking. It's uh, also I, I was surprised. That I, I, it's also uh, National Scrapple Day, and uh, I was surprised that nobody in Texas knows what Scrapple is. So we'll talk about Scrapple a little later on as well, because that's good eating. Here's Ross. Ross, how are you? I'm doing good, brother. Always enjoy your morning. Uh... You and Sean on the way to work, now I'm on the sales call. I hate yeah, working with that guy, Sean. He sucks, man. Yeah, well, you know, everything. <laughs> so what do you, what do you think? What, I'm kidding, man. Well, I, I, I am Sean. I'm, really, so, I'm, I'm, I'm late to my appointment because I don't know which road to get on here, you know. It, it tells me which, you know. I Are you a white dude? Heck, you know, I'm a white dude. Yeah, you, know, you got you to take the white highway. Didn't you get the memo? The memo? Highway. Yeah, the white no, highway. I, <laughs> right, I gotta go. <sighs> See, it, it's like there's this this idea also. It's like with dog whistles and stuff like that. And you know, the only reason uh, Winsome Sears became elected to uh, the second lieutenant or the lieutenant governor uh, is because you know it, it, of dog whistles. That's what Julian was saying, right? Racist dog whistles. She's not really black, or you know, we're just putting it there so people don't know how white we, how racist we are. It's like white people get these memos. Chris, do you get any memos? Don, do you get any like cracker memos on you know what the latest dog whistle is? So I know what it is because I don't get these things. I don't, I don't get the race code memos or emails, so I know I, what uh, what uh, what the code is. You know, I don't get the memos on that. Yeah. I don't get the memos on the conspiracies that the media is supposed to be involved in. I right? Don't, I don't get it. You don't get those, those either. No. 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 I, I mean, know. I could I... use a good laugh. So anybody who's out there, <laughs> put me on the list. Put me on the list, yeah, man. Great. Hey, honkies out there, know what the dog whistles are? Because I don't know. Pete Buttigieg is gay. Two one zero five. That's, I just like saying Why it. Why do you keep Because it's funny. I love gay people. Don't get me wrong. But that, you know, that's the big thing about him. He doesn't know anything about transportation, but he's gay. So I just like the way it sounds. Pete Buttigieg is gay. I say it that way because as, as if nobody knows that. Right. But that's like the first thing you know about that guy is he's gay. And he's got a fake booby. He's got a fake booby that he feeds his kid with. Did you know that? He's got a fake booby. <laughs> I can't say I delved into that topic. You got a fake booby. All right, 210 can honestly say that I'm not interested in the sexual orientation of any elected official. Well, you got to be because he's gay. Presently or in the past. But that's the most important thing about him is he's gay. 
He's you know, gay. <laughs> got a decent head of hair. You know, he's got a good haircut. It's gay hair. He's <laughs> 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 got gay hair. Oh, man. All right, 210 <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a little break. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, man. Yeah. Uh, let me... It's a gay mood. <laughs> I'm in a gay mood. Jeez. This show is so gay. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. How are you? Um, very quickly, uh, you know, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Uh, he's the guy that uh, does a lot of uh, uh, investigative reporting. He's done some great work sneaking uh, video cameras into different situations like abortion clinics to see what goes behind, goes on behind the scenes. He's gotten people uh, got people saying things. You, you know, Project Veritas. You you know him. You love him. Uh, well, back during the campaign, uh, when Joe Biden was still candidate, Joe Biden, uh, James O'Keefe came into possession of a diary by Joe Biden's daughter that had some apparently damning uh, information inside. Um, Again, this was during the campaign. He was not able to vet the sources, so he couldn't verify that this was actually her diary uh, or that the people uh, who gave it to him said, you know, got it the way they said they did. I think they said something like they found it in a motel room or hotel room or something. But he couldn't verify any of that, so he didn't publish it. And then he gave it to the authorities. He gave it to the authorities. Well, uh, you know, I think it was this past weekend, uh, the FBI comes a-knocking on uh, the door of James O'Keefe's apartment. They, they, they come knocking with a battering ram. They knock his door down. They've got guns pointed at him. They, they handcuff him. And they spend the next two hours going through his stuff, going through his apartment. They ended up taking two cell phones with them that all have all, one of them has all of his reporting notes on it, on it. And, uh, this was apparently about the diary, which he had already given over months ago and didn't publish anything about it, about it. So, in other words, the FBI is very obviously being used by this administration or whomever is actually running the show. To go after people that criticize them, like, uh, like soccer moms at these, uh, these school board, me- parents at these school board meetings, right? They're now domestic terrorists. Uh, they just, uh, busted down James O'Keefe's door for no reason. And, and went through his entire, I would assume trashed his apartment. Which is, uh, obviously not constitutional. None of this is constitutional. How does that make you feel? I mean, we're really getting into the territory of George Orwell here, aren't we? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We really are. You know, I mean, it, 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 of course, the Obama crowd is used to doing this. They weaponize the IRS against their critics, against conservative groups. They weaponized, in a sense, the IRS uh, against you and me with the uh, Obamacare mandate. But now this is getting really crazy. This is getting really creepy, okay? Uh, James O'Keefe, I saw an interview on Fox, and uh, he's saying, you know, every journalist in America should be upset by this. Every journalist in America should be ups- should be outraged by this. But they won't be. You know why? Because they're liberal pukes. And many journalists, so-called journalists working in this country, you know what? They don't like James O'Keefe, and so they, don't give, they don't give a crap about his constitutional rights. But he's right. Every journalist in this country should be outraged by this. You're not hearing about this uh, too much, though, are you? Yeah, you may be hearing some of this uh, on Fox. I, know, I think he was on Tucker last night, uh, or Sean Hannity, one of those. But you're not hearing about this on the three networks. You're not hearing about this uh, on MSNB Puke or on CNN. Because whatever it is that they do is not real journalism anyway. And you know it, and so does James O'Keefe. So who's the FBI going after next, man? <laughs> who's the FBI going to, whose door are they going to kick down next, man? Maybe mine. I don't know. I think I still fly a little low under the radar there, you know. Although, 
you know, we got the numbers, and the numbers are pretty good, man. We're getting some pretty pretty badass audience here. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. 210-599-5555. Oh, Pete Buttigieg is gay. 210-599-5555. Let's see here. James. James, how are you? How's it going, man? Well, I'm not. And um, I just was going to ask, what state was James O'Keefe in when his door got busted down? Seems like the state should obviously uh, know that the federal government is out of control and the state should protect him. I think uh, it was New York. Let me take a look here. Pretty sure it was New York. Or maybe he's in in D.C. maybe. Let me see here. I got the story right here on my computer. Uh, Oh, there's Dana Perino. I think if it happened in Texas... uh, No, it did, Dana I, I don't know. I can't. It's not saying anywhere in the story that I can see. Well, but you're right. But it's not going to happen. You know. Again, the 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 biggest domestic terrorist threatening uh, you and me and American citizens. It would be our own government, man. It's their, it, they're the domestic terrorists that they always warn us about. That's what's going on. So, I appreciate the call, John. Thank you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. Hi. Sorry, I popped a Z and I'm squirting blood all over the studio. <laughs> it's not the Vietnam News Talk 550 KTSA. That's so gross. What's wrong with you? I, I, I'm on blood thinners. Right. So, you know. So you should know better. So I, I didn't pop a Z. <laughs> well, yeah. And I was bzz, 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 bzz. Man. Sorry, the will spray it down in the morning. I was wondering what splattered against the glass over here. Right, that's <laughs> like got seven a gusher. feet. That's quite a gusher going on. Over there. <laughs> I got a gusher going man. on from a zit, man. Wow. I'm like a leper. I have to constantly check to see if I'm wounded and I don't realize it. I'm bleeding all over the place. You yeah, know, Elaine's perhaps... just going to spray you directly. Just spray me directly. You know, that's actually a good idea. Hey, I took a bath last night. Yeah, but with so... what? <laughs> what? Yeah, with what? Body oil. Yeah, all right. Cool, because I'm dry now. The, the, med, the meds I, I make my blood thin, and, and I'm like a reptile shedding its right. skin. I, I'm just so dry. I'm you're flaky. Like, you're an anemic snake. I'm an, I'm an anemic snake. <laughs> I am. You're molting all over the studio. I'm molting all over the studio, man. Bleeding and molting like an anemic snake. <laughs> you never, I don't which alien movie it was where that thing is in like a big cocoon, and it's just, you know, I'm. I'm going to be a butterfly. Anyway, <laughs> two, two, one, zero, Oh, wait, five. no, 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 no. Margarine. A margarine fly. You can't have butter. Huh. Oh, that's right. A margarine fly. See how you are. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I could I could just peel off a layer of my epidermis here. Please don't. Uh, maybe after the show. Be ashy at home. <laughs> be ashy at home. Um, what was I going to tell you people? Oh, yes. This thing about Josh Hawley is kind of interesting. Senator Josh Hawley out of Missouri, Missouri. Uh, he was on HBO, and he was talking about masculinity. Uh, he He's a young guy. He's 41. And uh, he's going to make masculinity a signature political issue because he claims the left are telling men you're part of the problem, your masculinity is inherently problematic. He says, uh, as conservatives, we've got to call men back to responsibility. We've got to say that spending your time not working, spending your time on video games, spending your time watching porn online is not good for you, your family, or this country. Uh, He says, can we be surprised... That after years of being told that their manhood is the problem, more and more men are withdrawing into the enclave of idleness and pornography and video games. We need the kind of men who make republics possible. A man is a father. A man is a husband. A man uh, is a uh, is somebody who takes responsibility. You know, and I, I agree with him to a certain extent. Because I think masculinity is bad now. 
And by masculinity, masculinity sort of like, you know, typical dude stuff, you know. Like, uh, you know, being the, I guess being the breadwinner, taking responsibility for situations, being manly, you know, you know how to fix crap and stuff like that. I'll, I'll get to me, Chris. Chris is looking at me like, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, 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 I agree with the, the, the video game thing. I, I, I don't know that that's so much a dude thing. I don't know. Do, do girls, do, do young women play video games? I don't know. I know a lot of dudes, a lot of young dudes who that's all they do. That's, and by young, I mean in their twenties. That's all, that's their primary activity is playing video games. And I think that's problematic because I, I honestly believe that, um, that, uh, uh, video game playing can be, uh, an addiction, just like any other addiction. I think you can become addicted to that. And it's, you know, it's not exactly a productive way to spend your time if you want to get your, when you're young and you want to get your life together. Um, as far as the, the masculinity thing, he's correct in, and you can call me up and tell me what you think, 210-599-5555. He's correct in that the left have been portraying typical masculine stuff as, you know, toxic, they're trying to redefine it as bad. You know, wars are started by toxic masculinity. Uh, to a certain misogyny is born of toxic masculinity. And, you know, Trey and I were talking about this, talking about this on Wear and Rima that, you know, almost always when you see the portrayal of a family, the dude, the dad is always the stooge, right? If you, uh, are looking at a commercial, the dude, the, the dad, the husband is always the dumbass. And I picked up on that years ago. And I don't know what the point of it is other than, and Chris, I think you are well aware of this, and maybe Don Morgan is too, but liberal chicks like wussified men. Hippie chicks like wussified men. Men they know they can control. Men who drink hot cocoa with both hands. Men who actually do enjoy watching the Hallmark Channel. Hippie women, liberal pukish women, they like to dominate their men. You know why? Because liberal chicks are bossy. <laughs> Sorry. I know they hate that word, so I thought I'd toss it out there. They'll go make me a sandwich. But, you know, so I, I, as far as what a man should be and, you know, what I, I've never really bought into some of those stereotypes or archetypes of, you know, dudeness or masculinity-ness, uh, if that's a word, you know, like, I, I don't think to be a dude, you have to wear cowboy boots, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I look pretty good in cowboy boots, but man, I can't handle wearing heels no more, I, I went to a wedding last week and had to wear my cowboy boots, and man, I wanted my flip-flops back badly, I, I think people are, are best when they're just being who they are. I think you should just be, if you're, if you're that kind of dude, if you're, if you like to go hunting and you've got a big old truck and you, you like to do sort of atypical dude stuff, then it'd be about it. Good on you. Right? If you're more artsy fartsy like me and you're a pivot, you know, and, uh, you like to walk around in, in sweats and, and flip flops and you have kind of a lackadaisical attitude towards things. Well, be that, man. Just people are always going to be happiest when they're being who they really are. Okay. The more layers of bull crap you wrap yourself in, the more unhappy you're going to be. Uh, which is why a lot of liberals tend to be unhappy people, because they tend to wrap themselves in layer after layer after layer of bull crap. But uh, as far as uh, sort of this uh, targeting of masculinity, he's absolutely right. And stop playing the damn video games. They're going to rot your brain. Here's uh, Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. Hooray. The age of the male chauvinist pig is back. Hooray. <laughs> oh, man. See how you are? I've been waiting for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> so you can now be the male chauvinist pig that's been hiding within you all these decades. Well, take the camo off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, man. Appreciate the call, Richard. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. 
This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Do we need to bring masculinity back into fashion? So says Josh Hawley, a Republican out of Missouri. Said this on HBO. We've been talking about it. 210-599-5555. Uh, one thing I've noticed, Chris, I have picked up on this, like because I grew up in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland, which is a very liberal, very liberal state. Grew up in Annapolis, Maryland, which is a very, I, used to, I, would, I would call it yuppie. Uh, I don't know if people even know what that word means anymore, but a little snooty, you know. <laughs> and and I noticed this, like, when I moved from Mar- Maryland out here to Texas. It, it, one thing about Texas women, Texas women don't want to see a dude cry. Texas women don't like it when dudes cry. They think it's not manly. And I, I found this out because, well, I tend to cry. <laughs> you know why I tend to cry? Because in Maryland, dudes cry, man. I've noticed that. In a liberal state like Maryland, okay, they you, you, a man who cries is is strong enough to show his emotions. Right? It's seen as a sign of strength, if you will, to ball your eyes out when you're a dude. But you start bawling your eyes out when you're around Texas women. They have a completely different take on it, man. They do. And I cry at movies sometimes. I might cry when I'm watching a TV show because it's so touching. And then I start to cry. And my wife just looks at me like, you little stupid girly man. You're a girly man. No, she doesn't say that. I'm kidding. I'm not making it out to be more than it is. But is that would you agree with that statement, Chris, that Texas women don't like to see men cry? Whereas in Maryland, like, if you don't cry, they, they figure you got something wrong with yourself, psychologically speaking. So, you know, if you want to call me up about, about the masculinity thing, it's cool. Even though jo- Josh Hawley himself kind of looks like a scrawny, effeminate dude. I'm just saying. Like, he's like, like, Josh Hawley doesn't really strike me as being, like, a really masculine-looking dude. All right? And uh, some, of, some folks are saying that... Uh, one of the reasons that, uh, you know, he's, he's doing this masculinity thing is he's trying to, uh, cater to working man, the working man, uh, who supported Donald Trump's suburban parents because he wants to run for a higher office at some point. That may be true. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Bien, Shanito. Did you stop bleeding? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet? But I do have, uh, you got I do have, I do have, uh, are you on speakerphone, dude? Oh, he hung up? Oh. He can't be on speakerphone when you call up here. You have to be on a regular phone. I'm, I'm still bleeding somewhat, so if I pass out uh, before the end of the show, that's if you just hear my head uh, knock against the board like a coconut, that's what happened. Okay? Blood thinners. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I had talked about this uh, earlier on Where in Rima. I, I like to kind of look at what the uh, the national holidays are, especially when it's a kind of a slow news day like it is today. And it's National Scrapple Day. So I'm just going to open it up. If you know what Scrapple is, call me up. Because that's another thing that Texans don't seem to know much about. Or it's called by something else. Scrapple, it's a breakfast food. Comes in a big block. You know what Scrapple is. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also, tomorrow, uh, just kind of got this verified... Uh, all week I've been telling you that my uh, stepdaughter's boyfriend, uh, Ambrose, we call him bros, was in Houston at this concert on Friday night. And he was kind of off to the side, but pretty close to the stage, and got caught up in, in all this weird crap that, w- that went on, tragic crap that went on during that concert. And uh, we're going to have him on tomorrow morning at 9.30. Uh, to kind of talk about what happened to him while he was there. I've kind of talked, told you a few things, but he'll be able to give us uh, some insight and from the inside as to what was actually happening. Uh, he did get knocked down to the ground and couldn't get back up because the crowd was so thick. And I do know that he had to basically use another guy as a ladder to crawl up 
somebody he didn't know and, and get uh, and get back to his feet. And he's not a little guy, man. He's a tall, kind of athletic dude. So we'll be able to talk to him tomorrow, uh, like I said, at 930 and kind of get some insight into uh, what this thing was like in the beginning or uh, from the inside. Here's John. John, how are you? Good morning, sir. I'm fine. What's going on uh, with you? I grew, in, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I'm a little bit older than you. Early, uh, lived out in the country. We used to make Scrapple. You know what so Scrapple love, is, don't you? Oh, yeah, I love it. And I, I mean, I mess it up by putting syrup on it, but I don't know where to get it in San Antonio. I, it's, it's called something else here, and I've already forgot what no, it's called no. here. Panas? It ain't the same. <laughs> it ain't the same. <laughs> it ain't the same as Scrabble, because you know what's in Scrabble, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. Well, tell, tell us what's in Scrabble. <laughs> everything. Everything. All, all, the, all the organs from the pig and everything. Uh, and it's so good for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either, but I love it. Yeah, me too, man. Thanks for the call, John. Yeah, yeah. people in Pennsylvania, they, they know what Scrabble is, man. They also know who the Amish are. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the if the the Amish. I, I say that to be insulting. I don't know if the Amish eat the scrapple, uh, but uh, scrapple's good actually. It's uh, and again, it's, uh, I think it's called Pappas. Is that what we said here? It's got a Germany sounding name or something like that. But it's basically all the guts and the jowl and the cheek meat, and it's ground up, and you make it like a little sausage patty, and you eat it with your eggs. We're going to take a little break, then we'll be back. Uh, 210-599-5555. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, I guess we're doing pretty good on this show, so I appreciate it. We'll be right back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Don't trust the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. You're going to die from the vaccine. And then what happened? Biden wins and everything flips. Shouldn't that initially give you a little bit of pause and go, hold on a second. Isn't this about health and not about, like, politics? Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, uh, five minutes after 10. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg is gay. And the phone line is, uh, phone line is open. Don Morgan looks at me with disgust every time I say that. We actually have callers on hold who want to talk about Scrapple. <laughs> it's National Scrapple Day. If you've ever had Scrapple or if you know what Scrapple is, uh, uh, give me a call. Why not? What the hell? Don Morgan, the numbers are up. People seem to like this show. So I, I believe if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And they're also tuning in this morning for some ripping Scrapple recipes. Well, you know, they, they are. I mean, they, 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 look, I got full lines on freaking Scrapple, man. No, I had to look it up because I, I your description of it earlier was, well, it's just a bunch of pork scraps. Is well, it you, is. It's like the guts. You know, it's all the stuff that they would normally it's throw a, away. It's a, they, so I read up on it. It is a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal and wheat flour and some <laughs> spices. It'd probably kill me now. It's probably got a fairly high sodium count. Yeah, you'll die if you eat it. I would die if I eat right. scrapple, scrapple now. My heart would just explode. But I grew up eating Scrapple. I love Scrapple. It's, it's tasty. It's weird, but it's tasty. Never had it. It's apparently very popular in the Pennsylvania Dutch country. No. Yeah. We just had a guy from Pennsylvania call up and say that. Right. Yeah, I live close to Pennsylvania. Close enough. Them Amish people, they like their Scrapple, you know. I don't know why I'm doing a... I don't think they the Midwestern accents from Pennsylvania. <laughs> they're not from Wisconsin. They're from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania doesn't really have an accent, really. Not really. Uh, here's Johnny. Johnny, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, another fellow Keystoner. And uh, Scrapple is everything but the squeal of the pig. <laughs> you know what's funny is I won't eat menudo. I won't eat uh, uh, barbacoa. Because it grosses me out, but I grew up eating Scrapple, which is kind of the well, same It's kind of the same thing, man. Yeah, it's a breakfast meat, and you typically either fry it or grill it, right? And then it's great with uh, syrup, honey, or syrup on it. I used to put syrup on it with my eggs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm outside of Lancaster and Reading, so that's that's. And I worked in a diner, and I cooked it all the time. Yep. Well, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. We're talking about Scrapple, taking your calls. (laughs) 
This is what you people say you like. Steve, how are you? Boy, hey there. Hey. Um, hey, yeah, we make Scrapple right here in New Braunfels. Do you got uh, Scrapple in New Braunfels? Yeah, we call it Pontus. That's what uh, that's, that's what Chris and Don were saying. What is it, yeah. Pappas? No, P-A-N. P-A- I think it's German for Pan House. Oh, Pan House. Oh, Pontus. Yeah, Pontus. And they, these, you know, we, man, they, just, they dump everything in there. Now, we don't put anything weird. We just boil up deer meat and pork fat, flour, cornmeal, and whatever they feel like throwing in, a bunch of salt, garlic, right. and uh, cooks up like a paste. Well, you know, well, it sets up like a paste. But when Tom Morgan is throwing up. Huh? Tom Morgan's a vegetarian. He's in there puking in the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when yeah. you cook it, you, you throw it on a pan, you slice it up like bologna and throw it on there. And if, if you do it right, it should eat like a bug. It should be crunchy on the outside and gooey on the that's inside. What I, that's how I used to make it. Yep, yep. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. I, I can't eat it no more, so I won't be making no trips it's in the like, It's like eating a bug. It's like eating a bug. It's crunchy on the outside, gooey on the inside. Right. Ain't that something? Just like you. Just like me. And I cry openly. Um, uh, Kevin, how are you? Fine. How are you doing, Sean? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Love your show. God bless you. Hey, uh, the best punish you can get is in Marion at Pinshorns. They sell it by the loaf. <laughs> and it's some good stuff. Is it? We're still getting scrapples and scrapple calls, man. The other, the other day, the stupid show was about my staking cat. Right. Today, it's about... Yesterday, I was doing bad local preacher imitations. And today, it's about scrapple breakfast foods. Well, why not? All right, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. 210 My wife loves that place, Penshorns. Oh, yeah? In Marion. What is that? What kind of place it's like is that? A butcher, it's like a butcher shop. Right. You know, you, you walk in and there's like this, these long counters with different cuts of meat inside. Wow. You could, buy, you could buy a truckload of it. I found this place, and uh, my buddy Randy turned me on to this place in Holotus. I think it's called Shots that sells like massive steaks. Yeah. Massive pork chops. Right. I mean, pork chops that if you want to. If you wanted to break a leg, you could set it on the floor and jump off the yeah. pork chop, and you would snap your leg. It looks like something Fred Flintstone would eat. D- yeah, yeah, it does. Huge. I like. If I'm going to eat meat, I want to eat a lot of meat. That didn't sound right. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Sean, we don't. Why don't you explain? No, I don't think I will. All right. Um, here's Charles. Charles, how are you? I'm doing great, Mr. Sean. Love your show. Thank uh, you. This is a man that won't eat barracoa, but will eat that. Uh, I just said that right. Picture? It's a bit hypocritical yeah, of me. I know that. Well, it's the same thing that's in there. I mean, golly, I mean, there's nothing different from what I understand. It tastes different, though. Have you barbacoa tasted barbacoa? Tastes, barbacoa tastes weird to me, and I can't even smell menudo. Chris is disgusted <laughs> well, like by menudo me. Either. Barbacoa is beef. Beef, but it's like, you know. No pig in barbacoa. But, but barbacoa is like cheek meat and stuff, right, and stuff like that? No, well, it's the head, you know. But it's the you head? Get the all-meat stuff. You get the head the meat? Stuff. It's a, yeah, yeah. So it's not so bad. I, I just, I, I maybe I should try it again. It's been a few years since I tried it. The last time I tried to eat menudo, I couldn't do it, or uh, uh, barbacoa, I couldn't do it. Oh, 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 and menudo, way, menudo go, really grosses me out. I can't get near menudo. Before I go, Pete Buttigieg is gay. I don't He's know gay. You know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's gay. Thank you. See you later. Bye. bye. Pete Buttigieg is gay. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero. I can't believe I had full lines on freaking scrapple, man. James O'Keefe getting harassed by the FBI. No. (laughs) We haven't even talked about that Rittenhouse case yet. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, racist highways. No, I got a couple of calls. But, man, you bring up Scrapple. And there you is. 210-599-5555. It's actually kind of a slow news day, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alec Baldwin now wants, he's calling for police to be on every film and or every movie and TV set, a TV show set to, uh, guard the weapons and to, he wants cops. He doesn't want cops in the streets of New York. He doesn't want cops in the streets of Chicago. He doesn't want cops in the streets of Los Angeles, but he does want cops on movie sets. How does that work, Alec? 
he's just kind of a DB. I, I, you know, as far as what his, I mean, I, I'm still placing most of the blame on what happened on that set. On the assistant director and the armor, I just that's just kind of where I am. I blame him uh, as a, as a producer. Whether he would have or would not have checked the gun, or if that would have been normal practice, I don't know. It probably should be with any weapon you're handling. It is with me. I mean, every weapon I handle, I check. But he's he's really just a, a douche. You know what I mean? If if I was in his situation, man, don't say anything, man. Just stay quiet. Don't offer any opinions. Just keep your mouth. Stay in your damn car, dude. Don't get out of your car and start riffing to the press and then act like the press are somehow, you know, putting you out when you're the one who pulled your ass over alongside the road and started running your trap. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how that goes or, or what charges are filed, if any. I'm sure charges will be filed, but. Uh, we're probably a little uh, ways off from that. The Rittenhouse trial uh, had a turn yesterday when uh, they got the guy who whose arm uh, Mr. Rittenhouse, young Mr. Rittenhouse, shot with his AR to testify. He was supposed to be a prosecution witness. And on cross, basically testified that and they had visuals, they had pictures, that Rittenhouse didn't shoot him until he had lowered his hands and pointed his Glock at him and said, I'm going to shoot you. Which is a good way to get shot, if you're doing that to somebody else. And at the moment this testimony comes out, you can see the prosecutor literally just put his hands, in his head in his hands, and shake his head as if he just, you know, there it goes, there's the whole case. Uh, 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had something caught in my throat. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. A few calls will go to here in a second, but I'm, I'm going to totally nerd out. i got to totally nerd out on the air. I'm going to be a nerd. I um now I I am a little Marvel movied out, you know what I mean? Like the, like I thought the whole Avengers thing was great, and all the movies that kind of carried that singular plot line through their through whatever movies you're talking about, the, all the support movies. Here comes Rudy J. I'm being a total nerd, man. Nerd? Yeah, Rudy J. from ESPN, the what sports kind of, star. What happened? Well, you know, I I, I like I, I I was a comic book fan growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Huge comic book fan. I don't okay. know if you ever read comic books. No, no, I didn't. I didn't get into comics. I was a cartoon guy, but not the comics. But right. it's cool. I, I, I have re- a lot of friends that still have. Oh, I still boxes got all my spider. I still got all my Spider-Man yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah, I got buddies that keep, collect everything. Well, there's the new movie coming out, and there's been three movie Spider-Mans. Spider-Mans. There's been Toby Maguire who did the originals. Remember those? I like Toby. Uh, Andrew Garfield who did two. One of them that was good, and the other one kind of sucked. But he's my favorite because he played the character closest to the comic book version. Okay, mm, see that's that's what I've noticed with comic guys. Comic yeah. guys stick to what I grew up reading. Right. Gotcha. You want to see the characters portrayed yes. as they are in the, gotcha. in the books. And then we have uh, Tom Holland, who was the new Spider Spider Man. <laughs> <Tom's like, laughs> I'm such a nerd. Man. And and the, and the new movie is going to have all three of them in it. How? Oh, they're bringing up because it says Doctor Strange does something and he changes time and all these multiverses come together. And you're and not like all it. three of the Spider-Man are together in the same movie. Do you like it? Or you... I think that's great, man. Oh, okay. Well, predominantly because I want to see Andrew Garfield play Spider-Man again. Yeah, because he's my favorite. Yeah, so you you you're biased. I'm such a dork. Is that? I don't think. <laughs> I don't what think a dorky you're a dork. thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm I promise 50... you. I'm... I promise you there's plenty of people listening that are down with everything you're saying. Call me up if you uh what's who's your favorite Spider-Man? 210-599-5555. Andrew Garfield was my favorite so you Spider-Man. Like a, are you a Marvel guy? Are you into Marvel? Yeah, stuff? Marvel. So did you watch Eternals this weekend? No, see a lot of that stuff. Okay, I, so I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know I, I don't know much about the Eternals. I don't like I saw the Carnage movie and I didn't like that much. Yeah. You know, I, I like, you know, I, and I'm really not interested in seeing any new Marvel movies except for this one. Because I like Spider-Man, Rudy. I like Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man. that your favorite 
character of Spider-Man's all time. Spider Man's my favorite. I got all my Spider Man comics <laughs> in a box, in a Corona beer box. All you missing is a treehouse. A tree and house a couple so I can friends. Keep my, keep my Spider Man comics. I'm Bikes. A, I'm a 54 year old man. Bikes parked below the tree. <laughs> you, you and Don in the treehouse reading comics. Now that's creepy. Now you're creepy. No, that'd not be a creepy. creepy. He's with the boys. Do you, do you know what Scrapple is? Have you ever had Scrapple? What's Scrapple? <laughs> is it like a food? It's been a big topic on the air today what is for this? some bizarre reason. Scrapple is, it's made of pork, but it's like the snout and the guts. Oh, I've heard of that. I have not yeah. had it. I, I, it's National Scrapple Day, which is why I brought it up. And I won't be partaking. <laughs> you don't won't you, be partaking. You won't eat it? I don't eat, like, my family, I'm a black guy. Right. My family's big on chitlins. Like, Chit- we do right. chitlins on New Year's, right. Christmas. I don't do it, and I get talked about. <laughs> but I don't care. I'm not <laughs> eating. Eat. I don't eat menudo either. I don't eat chitlins. I don't chitlins. eat menudo. I, I don't eat chitlins. I can figure out a different way to cure my hangover. Chris is disgusted. Because I also, I don't eat barbacoa, I don't eat menudo. Now, see, I eat barbacoa. I can't do barbacoa. Now, that's blasphemy. Blasphemy. How do you Big not w- eat barbacoa? It's, I, it just grosses me out. I tried to eat it once. What about lengua? What tongue. is that? Cow what? tongue. No. It's actually more tender than than barbacoa. I don't want to French kiss a cow, man. That's what it feels like. I'm French kissing a cow. <laughs> I don't want to be licking on no cow tongue, Do you man. even eat pork at all? I love pork, yeah. Okay, so you're baking. But I don't like to eat guts. I don't like to no, eat No, I'm organs. not eating no guts. I'm like, what do they no call, guts. Chris, the, the guts, the, the te- tripas? I don't eat tripas, that. Tripas, no. I don't eat that crap. Even fried? No. Can't See, I'm tempted it. to try them fried, but I haven't. Like, no. fiesta time. Like the, They smell good. Like chitlins don't smell good. What like, is I don't it, know why. what are what's in chitlins? I don't pig, even know. It's pig intestines. Pig intestines. See, I don't do intestines. And like you, you should like the, the family. They clean them outside. That's right. how bad they smell. Before you cook them, you take them outside right. and clean them because it's gut. So everything's <laughs> passing through there, and that smell, boy, is that pretty bad? Wake up the dead. <laughs> wake up the dead. Wake up. The I don't dead. do any chitlins, man. No, I or don't. Or I, I think menudo is cow guts. Yeah. I think th- it's... Isn't that menudo? No. Stomach lining. Stomach I'm not going to eat no damn stomach lining. No. I you, can't get near menudo. You eat skins, like pork skins? No, pork I can't do that either. <laughs> he loves that crap, but I can't they're get crunchy, near them. They're crunchy, man, and they're uh, low I, on but carbs. I, but I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I know what too. it is, and I can't get near it. This is the crap we've been talking about today on the radio. It All day long. Hey, this is the stuff they like. That's right. Rudy J, man, always a pleasure to see you, man. Much love. Appreciate uh, y'all. Much love, too, man. Later, ESPN brother. Morning Show, The Sports Star, with uh, Rob Thompson, 7 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. <laughs> yeah, check it out. i got to start hitting that cough button. Yeah, all three Spider-Mans are going to be in the new Spider-Man movie, all three of them. I, you know, I, th- th- here's my problem. Here's my issue with, 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 uh, with Tom Holland and even to- Tobey Maguire, okay? And, I, and, and as I say this, Understand, people still call about Scrapple. Understand that I Spider-Man Two with Doctor Octopus was one of the best superhero movies ever. That was a really good movie. Okay, even I like that one. But Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland are short dudes. Right, they're little dudes. Spider-Man in the comic books was a tall, lanky dude. Right, like he looks like more like a spider. And Andrew Garfield. Has he looks like the Spider-Man in the comic books? Right. The Spider-Man so, in the comic books also was a smartass. That's mm-hmm. what separated him from other superheroes. Is that he had a mouth on him, and when he's you know beating the crap out of some bad guy, he's like talking smack to him and stuff. Right. So your favorite is Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. No, that's Nicholas Hammond. Come on, Nicholas Hammond. Do you know that he wanted to be? He thought they were going to ask him to be in this movie. And apparently he got cheesed off that they didn't. Right. And it's like, dude, you were the worst Spider-Man ever. You were better in The Sound of Music when you were one of the little kids. It's right. Yeah. Do you remember, like, in the Spider-Man TV show, the webbing looked like rope? It was just rope. Yeah. <laughs> and when he was crawling up a building, you could see the harness yeah. kind of dragging his head. Right. Nah, Nick. No, nah, sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. You're, you're a little too old school for for the new movies. He thought they were actually gonna make to ask he, him to be Spider Man because they're trying to bring together all the different Spider Men in one movie. Right. Well, you know, I guess if this they could have found cool some, some role for him, I guess that would have been all right as an appearance. And, and then maybe the Spider Man from the Electric Company. You know, I don't know who that was. <laughs> I remember but... that. 
Oh, my God, that's a trip in the Wayback Machine. Yeah. We have to take a break, and then we will be back. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Sean. This is my show. Phone lines are, are open, 210-599-5555. And uh, it's only Tuesday, and I'm already tired, man. It's only Tuesday, and I'm tired. What does that say about me? Uh, I got two Scrapple uh, calls on hold. And Jose wants to talk about Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin now wants police officers. He doesn't want, he wants to defund the police uh, who work your neighborhood or, or your city uh, like, a, like a good liberal puke. But he wants police on movie and TV sets to uh, uh, keep the guns. Here's Jose, or monitor the guns. Here's Jose. How are you doing, Jose? Just fine. Hope you're doing well, too, Sean. Doing pretty good. I have two two suggestions regarding uh, Alex Baldwin and safety on the movie sets. What's that? Number one, one, defund Alex Baldwin, not the police. (laughs) I think he's going to get defunded. Yeah, I actually think he's going to get defunded big time, man. Number two. Number two, and this should turn all those Hollywood elites on their on their ears or up in them anyway. Number two would be to hire NRA certified instructors on every movie set where firearms are used. I, you know, I think I think that'd be a good a good idea. Um, and that's a that's a win win. Yeah. See, what happened on this set apparently, allegedly, is that folks who were seasoned. Film set people, armorers and such were were not there. This armor they had was very. She's only twenty three, and she's you know had, had some problems before on different sets. And uh, a lot of the union people took off because they said it was a dangerous set. And uh, and I appreciate the call, Jose. First off, thank you for the call. Um, you know, I look. The thing is, if they just followed the normal protocols, this wouldn't have happened. Alex Alec Baldwin is correct in one thing that he said in that rambling diatribe uh, alongside the road a, a few weeks or a few days ago, when he said, "You know, thousands, millions of guns or thousands of guns have been fired on thousands of movie sets over the past seventy-five years without incident." He's right. Um, if they the, none of the usual protocols were followed on this set, and that's what led to this shooting. Uh, my new friend, uh, I got to know this guy, uh, he's a cinematographer and he was an armorer himself for many, many years, for about 20 years. And he said, and he actually was on the set of the crow where Brandon Lee was killed. Uh, he, and his, his team were let go and they brought in new people. And in both situations, you had people not following the, the, the proper protocol on how to handle weapons and how they get to a set. So. But uh, back to the big story of the day. It's National Scrapple Day, and Betty wants to talk about Scrapple. Scrapple is on Betty's mind. Scra- uh, Betty, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine. I didn't know if you were tired of Scrapple or not. I can't eat Scrapple no more because of the sodium levels in my my bad ticker. Oh, <laughs> well, this this one doesn't require too much. One teaspoon. What what you do is you make a cornmeal mush, mm-hmm. and then you you know boil it, and then you add some uh, cooked pork, onion and powdered sage, salt and pepper, and you mix all that together. You put it in a little bread pan, and you put it in the refrigerator. Next day, you slice it because it's very firm. Oh, yeah. No, I've had it before. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and then you eat it with syrup. I I don't make it because I don't have (laughs) all this stuff that they ask for, but anyway... My mom used to make it when we had butchering day, and it right. was so good. I, really uh, I love Scrapple growing up. I appreciate the call, Betty. Thank you. <laughs> this is the big. This is the big topic of the day, man. It's freaking Scrapple. You know what's funny about that? I was going to use Scrapple as what I call filler. You know what's funny about that? Scrapple is filler. <laughs> Get it, Chrissy? Chuck has Scrapple on his brain as well. Chuck. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Um, I grew up in Baltimore, and I understand that you can actually get Scrapple down here at some of the HEBs near the military bases. Oh, I'm sure. And if you remember the name, I think the people that made it up north was SK. 
made the Scrabble. I think SK there. did. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people made Scrabble. I mean, I, I, mean, I ate Scrabble my whole life. But I haven't had any since I've been down here at all, which has been a long time, so I kind of miss it. I like to get some. You like to go out, and you, why don't you fly yourself out there to Baltimore and pick yourself <laughs> up some Scrabble, take it down the ocean with some 10-ounce Budweiser's. Does that sound <laughs> familiar to you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. You're welcome. See you later, hon. <laughs> well, I got nothing for 20 minutes after talking about Scrabble for, for most of the show. I don't know. What, what, where, the, where do we go from here? Well, you know, how do you normally bottle Scrabble? Actually, never mind. We do not need a demonstration or description. <laughs> how do you normally I'll follow Scrabble? A, I'll imagine you what follow your saying. ass to the bathroom. That's yeah, what you right. do. Because that Scrabble is good, but it goes right through you. It's fast-acting Scrabble. I just, I know you're you're a vegetarian. You don't eat any of this stuff. But... Well, I didn't eat anything like that when I was eating meats. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got full lines on this crap, man. People like food. I just, I, I, I can't, I'm with Rudy J. I, I don't eat anything that's an organ that was used to digest that some other animal used. Yeah, I don't do intestines. Right. Or as they say in Great Britain, intestines. I don't eat intestines. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm not a right. big liver eater. I like liver pate, but I don't eat, I'm not a big liver eater. Right. I don't eat giblets. No. I don't even know what a giblet is, but I think it's, it's probably something gross. Probably. Is, aren't giblets like kidneys or something? What are giblets? Anybody know what giblets are? I didn't know what chitlins were until uh, Rudy J told me. You got the lowdown from Rudy. Right? I, I, I've always wanted to eat some soul food, man. I, I'm serious. There's a couple of restaurants in town that certain do soul food. Yeah, my wife likes. There's one of them. I can't remember the name of it because I never go. But she, <laughs> she, will, she will stop by quite often and get some. So, uh, I didn't know what chitlins were. He said they're the intestines right. of a pig. I think. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> so did the pig. Yeah. Would they pass that thing through that? He said you take the intestines out and you you wash them outside. Mm-hmm. And he said that's a smell that will wake the dead. <laughs> Rudy sure. J. Yeah. So no, I probably shy away from the chitlins. Right. But hey, you're you, you're no longer hungry and your lawn looks great. <laughs> that's right. There you go. That's so gross. No, thank you. <laughs> Two one zero. I'll pass on I that. I'll pass on that, man. Just, uh, keep keep it coming. I don't want to eat nothing that some other animal used to digest its food. No. No. That's like eating. That's like eating something's butt. That's like eating a colon. You know, I'm not going to do that either. Not that people eat colons. I don't know. Do they? Is there anything made out of an animal's butt that we haven't heard of? <laughs> Rump roast? Rump, Rump roast. roast. Yeah, right. But you don't have the actual, you know. Yeah. <laughs> ring around the rosy. <laughs> like, that's not actually there. The actual O-ring. We don't want any of that going on. <laughs> the O-ring. <laughs> I don't want to eat no O-ring in a taco, man. <laughs> I fell into a burning ring of fire. <laughs> uh, Alex, how are you, Alex? I good, I good. Good morning. I love it. That's what Pat Benatar is saying. Burning ring of fire. Uh, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Do you eat uh, barbacoa? No, I can't do barbacoa. No, I'm too honky okay, for barbacoa. Don't, don't do it because they turn when they slaughter that cow. They turn them upside down. And everything runs to the head. Guess what? Guess what stays in, stays in there? The boogers. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Boogers. I don't, uh, thanks, Alex. I appreciate. It. I don't eat boogers. It's not likely. It's not. There's a boogie in my nose. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> this show, this is one deep show, man. Right. And you people apparently love it. 210-599-5555. Let's take a break and we'll come back and talk to Sam. Hey, this is Scott Robbins and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, listen, Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC presents Rapping with Jack. Now through December 10th, all of our sponsors are drop-off locations, so please help us out with gifts for the needy families this year. A complete list of all the stuff we're looking for is at KTSA.com. You can also donate cash online or shop the Amazon gift list, brought to you by uh, brought to you in part by River City Oral Surgery, Copenhagen Contemporary Furniture, and the Institute for Functional Health. And uh, now we're still getting calls on the calls on the Alec Baldwin thing. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Great, Senor Sean Rama Arriaga. 
What are you thinking, yes, man? Yes, 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 because your wife is named Mariaga, and we claim you as a mescan. Okay. Hey, <laughs> nice. In my previous life, as a, when I, before I retired, I was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And there is something that every truck driver in the nation has to do. It is called a pre-trip. You do, and you fill that log out. You check everything in that box to make sure that vehicle is safe for the road. Right. All you have to do is do that for guns at movies. At movie, uh, uh, well, well, they have, but see, and I talked to my buddies in armor, and, and uh, you know, there are protocols. In other words, like if you're if you're an armor on a movie set, okay, okay, the, the the guns don't go on set until they are ready to shoot a scene with the guns. This is how it's supposed to work. The armorer brings the guns in a box to the set. Armor opens the box, opens all the guns. So if it's a revolver, he pops a cylinder out. If it's a semi, it slides the slides it back, slides the chamber open, and then after checking it, the armor checks to see it, make sure there's no ammunition, live ammunition in either in, in whatever weapons they're using. Then those guns are then handed to the assistant director, who also checks the weapons to see to make sure there's nothing in there before they go to the actor. It's I don't know if it does. I don't, I'm not I'm not getting the sense that it's standard protocol for the actor to actually check the weapons. It would be smart. But if there's something that needs to change, it's got to be that. The actors need to be to well, take responsibility to be, for it, too. There needs to be a – what I'm trying to get at is there needs to be a paper trail. Right. Okay, if that oh, I got you. did it and, and, and checked it, okay, fine. But then the next person and finally the last person being the actor, actor – uh, uses it before they use it. They need to do their safety check. Oh, I agree. Well. I agree. And, in order, and if you do that, you will never have a this fire. kind of incident, right? Because there was never one in in, uh, in the rifleman that you love, right? <laughs> he greased a couple of guys every week. <laughs> you know, never. And, but the thing is, because uh, they're they're skipping steps. Yeah, they're skipping. Well, steps. on this and one set. It's not. It, this set was not. The, was not normal. It's not. This is not how they. How it normally goes. So I got to run, man. Hey, by the way, by the way, free Jarvis and vote Pedro Budajit. <laughs> He's gay, you know. Two one two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you know that he's gay? That uh, that Pete Pe- Budajit. Pedro or Jarvis? Jarvis. <laughs> Do I have a gay cat? Maybe that's why he doesn't like you. I like gay people. I got nothing against gay people. I wouldn't have anything against a gay cat. I just want him to love me. I just want him to love me like he used to love me. Well, I feel bad. I I bought you a shirt. Don Morgan. It reads World's Greatest Cat Dad on it. World's Greatest Cat Dad. The day after I order it, you come on here. Jarvis won't talk to me anymore. Jarvis doesn't talk to me anymore. Don doesn't like me anymore. Thanks for reminding me, Don, with the shirt. Right. No, it's a cool shirt. I'll still wear it. Okay. Uh, thanks for the shirt, by the way. Thank You're you. Welcome. I appreciate that. Don's always giving me stuff and buying me stuff. Uh, I like to think of it. I've still, I've still been listening to that Elvis gospel CD over and over again. Oh, great. Glad you like it. That's a good record. Yeah. I love gospel music. I put a little got because I do my, my Christmas mix every year. Then I retool it just a little bit. I change it just a little bit so it's never quite the same. Right. And I put some Motown on this year's version and I put some gospel. Uh, on this year's version. Excellent. So I'll get you a copy of that. Look, I call it, you want to hear what I'm calling it, Chris? I'll get you one too, Chris, if you want one. I call it Uncle Sean's 2021 Chris Mix. Get it? <laughs> Chris Mix. Because it's a music mix on CD. Chris Mix. What was the the last one, you the last mix of songs you put on the CD? What did you call that? Sardines? I forgot sardines. What did he call that? He wrote. You wrote, wrote it. Because I have. A, I always have a different, slightly different title. I don't remember right. what last year's was. No, 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 the one you just recently. Oh, sardine. No, pepper spray. Pepper spray. Right. <laughs> sardines. Sardines. <laughs> what the hell? Bit of a I difference between that? sardines yeah. and pepper spray. Well, you know, either one. But uh, maybe yeah. used in an emergency. I name my mixes. I always name my mixes. My mixes always have a name. Right. So I may, I finished my new Chris mix. It's Chris mix. Get it? Chris mix. Chris is just staring at me. Who are you? Here's Mike. Mike. Hey, Don. Hey. God bless you. What's going on? I got a message for Jarvis, brother. What? Didn't Don Morgan report on some cat that was rescued and got cleaned up by the SPCA or something like that? I I think. 
Well, the little cat that was the little cat that was uh, covered in paint. Oh right! Somebody brought it over to Animal He's Care Services. Adoption, right? He is. Well, guess what, Jarvis? I think that little <laughs> fellow would be very appreciative. You've been replaced by Picasso. You've been Picasso. That's what they call the cat's name. <laughs> this cat was abused, Jarvis. He'll love me, Jarvis. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call. You call him Pigato. Pigato. <laughs> Pigato. He's cute. He's a gato. <sighs> is that is that the Mexicanese for cat? Gato. Well, yeah. What are you laughing at? Yeah. Well, Usually at you. <laughs> Domo irrigato, Mr. Oh, and I, Roboto. Uh, something you did yesterday that cracked me up. What? And I had to tell my wife about it What's last that? night when, when I took you for yeah, a ride. Yeah, because I'm done. I got nothing yeah, left. Okay, well, give, I'll have the next 60 seconds. Okay. Me, so <laughs> maybe 30. What do you got? But uh, I took you for a ride in the new car yesterday. Oh, yes, in the and, Tesla. Right, and we got out on the street, and I said, watch this, and I and I let you have it. I gave it the gas. I gave it the juice. He punched and, a hole in your floor, didn't he? <laughs> no. I said, Sean's head jerks back, and he grabs the dash. He goes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it in a respectful way. Yeah. Jesus! Don't let me die. <laughs> Those things got some serious pickup, man. It's, oh, you know, man. and you can totally, because I did ride, I've never ridden in one before, and they're totally unlike a car, normal car. Because it's just got a computer screen. There's no dials, there's no gauges, there's no shifter thing. And uh, and you can totally see how these things will be able to drive themselves at right. some point. Yeah, because it does have an autopilot. You it still got to keep your hands on the wheel. I, I, when I, I took Trey for a ride this morning and showed right. him how all that works. What did Trey think about that? He thought it was pretty cool. Did he? Yeah, I think he wants one because he's got. I think he's got diesel motorcycle. Well, you know, in his I mean, blood. It, it's it's one of these things where it's a pretty high performance car. Right, and right. He's into that kind of thing. So yes. am I. So we went for a ride. All I care is that it's got a damn CD player, and the Teslas don't. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Rudy J, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.